this weekend on an all-new episode of Paranormal Activity. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? When President Biden becomes convinced that the White House is haunted, the press sets up cameras to catch the spirit on video. Do you hear? Where's Jackie? Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? Do you hear? Do you hear? Jackie, are you here? Hello, hello, and welcome to your Friday bonus edition of Thinking Logically. I am the Potfather, joined by a creative and artistic director and the brains behind all of this, Dr. Joseph Anthony Corsi. And Dr. Corsi, what a cold open we had there from our White House correspondent, Philip A. Flood. I was just telling you before we jumped on here, I, I don't know how to even describe that, but it was pure genius on the part of Philip A. Flood. It, it's beyond like the things like we said, write themselves. And if we need to get video because we could play videos of him turning around and like I said, shaking hands with ghosts and, and he's he'll finish a speech, turn around, shake hands with air and then be like, hey, where is that person that I could have sworn I just saw that spirit? It's good. It's, it is Halloween season, so it, it kind of fits in. I see dead people. <laughs> I mean, this dude, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah, it, it, You would think that would be a skit, but it's actually, it's actually real life. So um, great cold open there, Joe. Um, we're going to get into it. We, we, we want to bring you this bonus edition. Um, we're working hard here as we head into the midterms. Uh, we have a couple guests lined up that we're going to feature on the next couple weeks, so stay tuned for that. On both Shout sides out. of the aisle, too. On both <clears throat> sides that? of the aisle. On both sides of the aisle. Both sides of the aisle. We're gonna get we're gonna get voices from both sides. Yeah. So, um, what else? Uh, we we have guests. Um, we are again leading up to the midterms here, and uh, we're gonna get into it. All right. We're gonna keep this under an hour today and get you guys a little listening material on your way home from work or whatever it may be. Uh, so we have an action-packed bonus episode, Joe. Uh, we now heard from the president, President Brandon, that uh, his son, Bo, who, who died of brain cancer, actually died in Iraq. So, Joe, lead us off. Okay, this is from him making a speech yesterday. I, I don't even know where it was, honestly. It looks like a barren wasteland in the, in the background, if you could look up the video of it. So. Soldiers of the campaign learned to scale rock, ski, and survive, preparing for the war. They're we'll just fast forward. Yeah. Imagine the courage medal and losses on the broad sincerely i say this as a father of a man who won the broad star the conspicuous service medal and lost his life in iraq imagine the courage the daring and the genuine sacrifice genuine sacrifice they all made it's sad honestly it's sad because usually i would just accuse him of trying to you know stand on his son's body and, and give it and, and get political points for the fact, but he, he might actually think that his son died in Iraq. I don't know. I don't know anymore. It's sad. It's sad. <clears throat> there, I mean, people said that Trump, you know, never told the truth, uh, which was an outright lie. Um, and Trump had his own way of saying things and articulating points and, and whatever. But this man uh, he, he literally does not tell the truth ever. He is the most corrupt 
president to ever sit in the White House. There's not even a close second. And you could laugh if you hear that, but there's really proved me otherwise. Not only is he the most corrupt president, Joe, to ever take the sit in the White House, he's also the dumbest. And you don't know when he's telling the truth and when he isn't. I mean, everything he says is an outright lie. And it is sad. It is sad that we have a president, commander-in-chief, who is this cognitively impaired. But we're, you're going to get into this a little bit earlier, his mental condition, uh, his state, and why they keep trotting him out there. So we'll save a little bit of that um, for later on in this episode. But how many impeachments have there been, Joe, in the United States history? Uh, three? Uh, I think Nixon Nixon resigned before they could impeach him. Mm-hmm. Andrew Johnson was impeached, but it, he won by one vote. Uh, I don't Bill know Clinton saying. was impeached yes. by the House. Yes, impeached and, by the House. That went nowhere. And, and Donald Trump was impeached by the House um, for an alleged, uh, we'll call it quid pro quo. And if you don't know what quid pro quo means, I don't want to insult any of our listeners, but basically means you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours in so many words. You know, Um and we saw that Trump got impeached for a quid pro because he was demanding that the Biden crime family be investigated due to their dealings in Ukraine. Which, which in going, hindsight now is, is crazy, but go on. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but he was going to withhold aid from Ukraine unless they investigated the Biden crime family. That is correct. That's, and that's it wasn't correct. like it was $30 billion in aid either, I don't think. Like right. We're giving that Right. Well, um, because of because of his his phone call, this conversation he had with um, Vladimir Zelensky, he was impeached uh, by the House. And I believe to be removed from the president, to be impeached by the Senate, uh, that's a filibuster proof. Right, Joe? You need 60 votes, I think, on that one. 60 votes. Yeah. Two thirds or something. Yeah. Even if. Yeah. Even if the House turns Republican in November. They're not going to have 60 votes in the Senate uh, to to impeach Biden all the way through. However, um, what we're about to tell you, if Trump was impeached for that, what we just explained to you, then Joe Biden, an impeachment in the House would be a slam dunk uh, in November, uh, or I should say next year sometime. Go ahead, Joe. Tell us why uh, a quid pro quo here from Biden makes what Trump did look like peanuts well real quick i want to reinforce too that trump adam schiff on i believe it was the is was it like it was on the floor came out and and read his version of the transcript between trump and zelensky mm-hmm. and then trump said i'm gonna release the transcript and he asked zelensky's permission if he minded zelensky did not mind and he he unredacted we saw that transcript and there was it was a nothing burger nothing there right now, actually, you need forward. two-thirds. You need two-thirds of the votes in the Senate. I just looked that up. So you need 66, okay. which that, that will probably like never happen again to have 66 senators from one party sitting in the Senate. But unless right. it's obvious. Unless there's something completely obvious. Right. Go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. So, um, so Trump released this entire transcript that Adam Schiff lied about. And again, we have to back up further because I can't remember if Zelensky was going for re-election or what, but he was basically begging Trump to i can't remember if it was come there or, or do something as far as his election i believe it was and trump said no i'm not doing that until you because th- this goes back to the video of joe biden threatening uh to fire a prosecutor this goes all the way back to like 2014 i mean we we would really have to spend an entire 
But Joe Biden, and this is going back to today now, asked the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to delay their reduction of oil until after the midterms. And it's all right here. And the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia put out a press statement about it, saying, basically accusing Joe of asking them to do this until the midterms. And where's the highlight portion here? Yes, he wanted to postpone the OPEC decision for a month. And according to what has been suggested, Saudi Arabia said that this would have negative economic consequences. But they don't care. They don't care. All they care about is looking good until the midterms. And then you know what? You could go fuck yourself. Am, am I wrong in saying that, Grando? No, you're not wrong. Keep draining the strategic petroleum reserves too, Joe. Keep doing that, right? Because it's not like this administration hasn't backed us into a corner when it comes to a possible war coming up here now. With, with Russia, with China, <clears throat> with, with, what's Iran doing now? We, we have issues in the Middle East too. This speaking is ridiculous. Of, speaking of Iran, I, I was started to watch last night the uh, HBO documentary um, Hostages about the Iran hostage situation in the late 70s. So um, I got to get back to that. I want to I want to finish watching that. I think as a history people like you and I are, I think we should definitely check that out. It's on HBO Max. But and we'll come back to this. But I, I was just I was shocked to find out. I didn't know this, that. Iran and the United States were very, very close allies. Yes. I mean, it, it, it was like a, a United States-Great Britain relationship. You know, that's how close Iran and the United States were. The Shah of Iran and the presidents here, they were extremely close, you know, the relationships. And it was one based on, on money as well, because Iran, Iran was buying a lot of uh, military weapons and things like that off the United States. But, you know, before Iran went into a, you know, Islamic... Um, We'll call it a dictatorship, a republic, whatever. Um, you know, the United States and Iran were very close. So that's something that I'm going to follow back up on. But going back to what you said, um, let's just drive this point home again. President, our president went to Saudi Arabia and said, do not cut the oil output to get, uh, until after the midterm elections. And then he came back and admitted that it's time to maybe, you know, rethink the relationship with Saudi Arabia or cut them off from certain, um, you know, deals they're in now. That's what, that's what he did. What is more quid pro quo than that? This is impeachable, and there is precedent in the last two and a half years. Yep. And we would love to hear from the left. If and it's you a don't major issue because we have, we have a giant energy issue. Gas is going up again. It's not like this is some, hey, it's not even a big deal kind of thing. This is... This is about energy. And what's one of the number one problems besides the border and, and I could probably name five other things, geez, but it's energy. How much yep. is your electric bill? How much is your gas bill? Mine's gone up. Is yours? It's, uh, and it's going to get worse. And we have a good compared to some other people, like, like the people in Europe. But we've, we've been hammering that home every episode. But, I, yeah, I mean, we were crazy, on this real Joe. quick, Mark. We were on this when he went down there. I think it was one of our first episodes. When we said this was a terrible trip for Biden. He looks silly. He's dabbing up uh, uh, MBS over here, Ben Salomon or whatever. And and they took total control over him. He looked like an idiot. Then then who called MBS from Saudi Arabia the next day or, or, or the next week? Putin. We don't know what they talked about, really, but there was a phone call. We, we covered this. We knew this was going to happen. We knew he was going to he was going to stick Biden. In, in this administration, I shouldn't say Biden. 
What people fail to realize, and again, doesn't get talked about a whole lot um, by the mainstream media, is that we are sitting on a sea of natural gas and oil. We have more oil and natural gas within the United States borders than Saudi Arabia does. But yet, we go to them for, for oil and begging, begging them on our hands and knees, begging them not to, not to cut output before the midterms because why a spike in gasoline prices is not going to be good for the Democrats. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. And he it's artificially crazy. lowered the price by using the strategic petroleum reserve, which is basically money that the government bought the oil when it was cheap using our tax dollars. If you want to, if you yep. want to crunch the numbers. So you pay for this anyway, and it's being wasted. The Gulf of Mexico, the Arctic, the Permian basin, offshore drilling. I mean, we could, we could be completely cut off from the rest of the world when it comes to energy but we refuse. We refuse to harness American energy right here, right here at home. So um, insane that, you know, we have an, basically an admission on quid pro quo. And, uh, and, and like we just said, you know, when, when the new Congress gets sworn in in January, there should be an, impeach, an impeachment proceeding on the very next day. And, and there's precedent. We're not just saying this. We're not the loony left where we just did this happened. No, let's let's make be like Nancy Pelosi and get special pens made to sign for the impeachment. No, there's precedent here. Let's yeah. just see what happens. There's precedent. And how will the media spin that if the Republicans do decide to impeach, impeach Biden for this? How will the media spin that? You know, um, so that's something else to think about. Uh, all right. Anything else on that? Let's no. move on. I mean, it, it, like I said, you can't you can't pick a worse time than now when with the energy issues, so many issues, and then the, the threat of nuclear war too. And we're giving quid pro quos for for Saudi Arabia. The fuck. <laughs> speaking of this war, is, though, speaking this, of well, war, well, well, the Saudis like aren't really our friends. You know, when, it, when it, at the end of the day, the, the, you know, when it boils down to it, even though they are an ally in the Middle East, they aren't what we would call friendly, um, especially with this administration. Now, with the previous administration, there was a better relationship there. Um, they, they, danced, they danced for the last administration when he went there in 2017. And we covered this. We covered yeah. this. And, 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 and the relationship we had with Israel before. Now, it seems like this administration is just obstinate toward the Saudis, toward the Israelis, toward pretty much everybody, you know, except outside of some of the core, you know, people, the core liberal governments of Europe. I mean, that's who we decided to align ourselves with. Um, whatever. But let's I'm, keep moving I'm, on. I'm, I'm just getting lost right now. I'm watching them for some reason uh, back in 2017 or 18 doing the sword dance with Trump there. And I'm just thinking they, they, they couldn't do this for Biden because you can't, you can't give a dementia patient a sword. <laughs> but speaking of that trip, let's talk about something real quick. <clears throat> and I know, you, I know you've seen this. The Simpsons episode that they were all had their hands on the on the on the ball on that like crystal ball looking thing. And it actually happened like several years later. How did that That happen? is crazy. It's like those are some weird things. The Simpsons predicted it and like the Mandela effect and all those crazy things. They're, they're just random conspiracy theories. We can't even talk about them. We'll probably get banned. No, we are. We are a conspiracy theorist podcast. Yeah, we um, <laughs> when, when, of... we're actually, when we're actually citing. Um, articles from the from left-wing media sources. Uh, all right, Bill Gates predicting civil war. 
Yeah, uh, speaking of war, like I said, this is this is Bill Gates now. Um, this is from an article I believe it was two days ago. Bill, Bill Gates says political polarization may bring it all to an end. I'm quoting, and could even lead to a civil war. And I'm not going to waste your time to read the article, but Bill Gates, Bill Gates, he's quoting: If there's a contested election, we are going to have a civil war. Are, are we going to believe him, Mark? Are we going to believe him, real quick? Yes or no? We should. We should. We should. <laughs> we should. I was going to say, yeah, we probably should. Right, real quick. He was right about COVID, wasn't he? They they had a big meeting with a simulation and everything. Hold on, let me pull it up. The, a few months later, we had COVID. Do, do you guys remember that listening, or did you memory hold that? Let me find the article here. Hold on. Yeah, Event 201, the John Hopkins Center for Health and Security in a partnership with the World Economic Forum, WF, go figure, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation hosted Event 201, a high-level pandemic exercise on October. 2019 in New York City, New York. The exercise illustrated areas where public-private partnerships will be necessary during the response to a severe pandemic in order to diminish large-scale economic and societal consequences. I could go on and, and read, read this, but uh, again, are you going to believe him? What about monkeypox? Was that planned too? What if I told you they ran a simulation on monkeypox and a monkeypox outbreak a year before it happened? Well, they did. Don't worry, though. Don't worry. Relax, everyone, because it was fact-checked. And I'll read the fact-check. Monkeypox simulation event doesn't mean outbreak was planned. Large number of posts on Facebook suggest that a threat preparation exercise focused on an outbreak of monkeypox is evidence that the current outbreak of the virus was planned exactly one year later. Um, again, you, could, you have the choice. It's your choice as, as a listener. You could believe these fact-checks. Oh, yeah, the fact-check said this. They, they, there's no way. It's, accidents happen. Or you can believe the people that have lied every day that have gotten everything wrong from two weeks to slow the spread to mask will save your life to if you don't get this vaccine, you're going to have a severe winter of death and disarray or who the hell knows now. We have to slava Ukraine. You have to support Ukraine and give all your money to Ukraine. Get ready. There's no inflation. There's no there's no inflation. There's no there's no recession. Keep believing and just tell the conspiracy theorists to just shut up. Mark. That was genius. That was genius. That was I mean, genius. This, this that... is all, this is, I'll keep going. This is all going to come to a head. And when it does, it, it's going to happen fast. But like I said, you have to think logically, be prepared. Don't fall for the misinformation this time. Like you may have done with the COVID or the mask or the vaccine, or like I said, Ukraine, go on and on. Be prepared this time. No, our media is completely crooked and they'll have their talking points ready to go. Don't believe them. Make them prove it to you this time. Show, say, hey, show me the documentation like you should have done with masks or with the vaccine. Show it to me. Remember, these people were talking about the pandemic a few months before one actually happened. And now they're mentioning civil war. It's time for everyone to pay attention. So <clears throat> let's go back to that first article you wrote, you read. Um, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in partnership with the World Economic Forum. Oh, gosh. It's, so they all, it's all the bad guys. It's like the Legion of the Doom. It is. Meanwhile, the at the World Economic Forum. Who reads this stuff and thinks, oh, this is this is great. This is great. These people are looking up for my best interest. Let's have the they, meeting. Let's tell everyone about the meeting. And then let's have the pandemic right after the meeting. They held a high-level pandemic exercise on October 18th, 2019 in New York. And they, they blew everything after the exercise. They sucked at everything. 
they plan for this and they still drop the ball on every single facet of this. I mean, unbelievable. We don't even know the virus came from yet. Do you think Bill Gates knew that uh, the vaccine uh, wasn't going to stop transmission? Because we just had that admission the other day too. Yeah, they're all they're all in bed together. Big tech, big pharma, like the, the people are like the politicians are like the low wrong. They're the people with kickbacks and, and mm-hmm. they have handlers. They don't. We make have to ask. Decisions. We'll have to ask our guests next next week about uh, the transmission aspect of the vaccine. The yeah. fact that doesn't stop transmission. Never, never did. Like they told us to. Um, when do we get to sue these people? Like Alex Jones is being crazy. sued and everything, everyone else is being sued. When do we Alex get to sue Jones, these people? Alex Jones, uh, and he brought a lot of this on himself. Yeah. Most of it. But a billion dollars? A billion. I read, uh, I, read somewhere on, a billion. I read somewhere on Twitter during the financial crisis, the biggest fine a bank paid was like 69 or something dollars or $71 million yeah. or something crazy. And what is Alex that like? Jones, a billion. Is that like 50 million a family? There's 20 families, right? Some, something like that. I don't know. But, but think about how many people have been fined for spreading misinformation about vaccines, about the pandemic, um, about masks. I was banned. Uh, about I, was, I, I was banned on numerous accounts. I, I had my Instagram frozen. I, my wife told me enough. Like, we're, we're going to have a child. Like, don't you want to post pictures of your child on your Instagram? I, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Like, you don't have to look at it. Just like with Alex Jones, I'm sorry. You can. I don't give a shit. Yes, in the end, he hurt a lot of parents and he hurt their feelings. But you know what? Don't freaking listen. Don't listen to it. Like you, you have your, you have the ability to say whatever you want in this country. Like, who cares if it's hurtful? Just don't listen. People will be able to judge for themselves. Like, why are we such little kids that we just can't hear these things? We can't. He- we couldn't hear a year ago that the vaccine might not work. Or that masks are bullshit. Maybe they're not good for your kids to have a dirty mask on all day that with bacteria or mold growing on it and fungus. I mean, what, what, are we not mature? It's like I made the comparison about the, the moon being made out of cheese. You go say, hey, the moon's made out of cheese and you, you won't get banned because people aren't that dumb. Right, right. I, I, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, you know, think about all the people that should be that should be sued for everything we just said. You know, if Alex Jones is getting sued for a billion... Um, I mean, think about it. Think about it. Think about how many times all the damage that was caused by the mainstream media about this pandemic, vaccines and masks and, and how sick, like you said, bacteria and masks can actually make you. Um, the side effects of the of the vaccine, people who probably died because of the vaccine. I mean, we're talking probably I don't I don't want to put a number on it, but I'm sure it's in the, in the thousands, you know, that have died of myocarditis or, or whatever it may be. You know, so think about all of that and all the destruction that 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 has wrought on those families. So. All right. Um, Real quick, real quick, um, because we have a nice transition here with Josh Shapiro in this censorship stuff. But I I just want to hammer home real quick. I I don't like to make predictions and stuff, but you have to admit something is up with how much exposure we are seeing Biden. They should be hiding him until midterms in a locked closet in a basement somewhere with no one having access to him. But something's up. So in my opinion, you might see some shit being pulled before the midterms. Maybe if you want to get like crazy prediction, a 25th Amendment on Biden or something, or they try to like delay the election for a few weeks based on something like that. 
But they are setting Biden up to look almost too bad, and it's not necessary. Again, they should be hiding him until November 9th, but they're not. Something's just weird to me. That's all. But I moving mean, on. You, well, Go you've been right on a lot of things, and I've, I've told you that privately. You know, But do you really think something's going to happen in the next three weeks, though, Joe? I mean, that's this, we're, we're coming out into crunch time here. You could work. I mean, I think anything that they would they would do would hurt their hurt the Democrats. Right. Yeah. But they might have something up their sleeve that we're not we're just not thinking of. I I don't know. I don't know what delaying the election would would do if you do it for a few weeks, what that would do, because the longer you delay it, the worse they look. If anything, you would want to do like what Justin Trudeau did in Canada a year ago, move the election up forward before you start looking worse. Do you understand why you do that now? I mean, I mean, he's supposed to appear with our boy um, Frankenstein in Philly. Oh, uh, we're, we're going to get to that. That'll be a fun little segment here. But yeah. All right. But go ahead. We got Josh Shapiro real quick on on our uh, potential future governor. OK, so whatever you want to think about Doug Mastriano, because there's been a lot of a lot of rumors and stuff about him and the January 6th stuff. And he's an insurrectionist. This is why we can't have Josh Shapiro <laughs> as our governor. So on this is from Megan Eileen on Twitter um, on three twenty four twenty one. Attorney General Josh Shapiro sent a letter to Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey, Dorsey asking them to de-platform anyone who would downplay the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccine, downplay the dangers of COVID-19, and spread inf- misinformation about the safety of vaccines. And I have a tweet here from Josh Shapiro. Our coalition of attorney generals is calling on Facebook and Twitter to stop the spread of anti-vaxxer disinformation. We are at a critical point in our nation's road to recovery from covid Vaccine disinformation threatens to undermine all of our hard work. We can't let it. And then there's a, from the office of the attorney general of Connecticut, it's a giant thing about uh, to Jack Dorsey and Zuckerberg about how they write to express their concern about the use of their platforms to spread fraudulent information about the coronavirus vaccines. And then Josh Sapiro signs it. Again, what, what have we been saying this, this whole episode this, this whole series of thinking logically. Do you, why would you want to elect someone like this? That's try like, he, he, he's part of the system. Honestly, I'm Shay. If, and I, I gotta, I gotta touch this easy and a totally joking thing. Just, just to sound funny. Imagine in your head. If I saw Josh Shapiro in person, I think I actually might choke him to the ground. <laughs> I mean, you've been anti-vax since the very beginning, and, and you, you held out um, for a very long time, and probably you still still are. I don't know. If yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're not, you're not going to get me now. Like, I'm not even going to take the radiation mm-hmm. pills that they're going to give us in a few yeah. months. Two hundred and fifty million dollars worth of radiation pills coming <laughs> in the mailbox. Soon. Not going to um, fool me. You're not fooling me, Biden. I know what you're doing. Yeah. I'm not getting COVID. But yeah, I mean, think about this. Think about this. I mean, you know, we want to restrict free speech. That's what. This is, that's what this is. If, if you're you not Toronto, you put this on a billboard everywhere because you're, you're never going to get to some people. Some people are just going to be lost forever, I guess. But I mean, this, this got to be like 60, 70% of the population of Pennsylvania that actually votes and cares has to say like, wow, this is Josh Shapiro. Uh, I feel like Mastriano isn't capitalizing on these things. I mean, is it just me? I mean, I, I don't know if, I, if I'm seeing a lot of these things, a lot of ads. I will say this. Shapiro is afraid to debate him. How, how could you how could you be afraid to debate him? There's, there's no debates right now scheduled between these two. Well, I mean, again, 
um, he has nothing to gain. I mean, he's in the lead. You know, he's he's just on cruise control until until at least what he thinks probably until the ele- until election day, which is three weeks. We don't do cruise control anymore. Like I said, we have major issues in this country, and the only way you you people know who the frick you are anymore is if you get on stage and you debate and you, you get on camera on record how you feel like this tweet of him like imagine if he never tweeted this we would never know that josh shapiro was this crazy person uh-huh. that wanted to this is this is 1984 stuff why and we were we were right okay even even if i was wrong it's still not right because people you have the freedom to say whatever you want you know but the fact that i was not me everyone we're right. And, and, you know, we had to go on and make a new email and a new thing because we, we were taken off Twitter. It, it should be a public utility. That's why I'm glad Elon Musk is buying it, whatever. But it yeah. doesn't matter. The government runs it anyway. It's, it's a whole system. You'll figure it out eventually. So let, let's while we're on this topic, let's talk about this here. I, and I found this from WTAE that the headline is Mastriano and Shapiro can't agree to terms for gubernatorial debate. That's a September 30th. So two weeks ago. Um, Mastriano wanted him and Shapiro to be able to pick moderators of their choice and field questions from both during the proposed October 3rd debate, but Shapiro would not agree to these terms. Mastriano has said that he would not participate in traditional debates run by independent news organizations because of what he called their hidden partisan agenda. Honestly, I'm not defending him, but I honestly think he's, he's right by saying that. You know, um, you just have slanted questions that just, are, you know, and you really can't trust... Um, you know, mainstream media person to moderate a debate anymore, which is unfortunate and sad. Um, It says, you see it across the country. This is from um, Danielle Alvarez, communications director for the Republican National Convention. Uh, If the organization defends Mastriano's stance on debates, you see it across the country, Alvarez said, whether it is in Pennsylvania with Mastriano or whether it's on the other side in the Senate race with Fetterman and Dr. Oz, we would like everyone in debate. We think we have the better message when we debate. Republicans win because we bring the message that voters care about. We have to make sure it is a fair forum and that is up for the candidate and for their campaigns to negotiate. So, yep. But we do have a Fetterman-Oz debate on October 25th. So, yeah, it's sad that we can't have the two gubernatorial candidates debate, get on stage. Um, they, they would be, it would be a great debate. Uh, but uh, I don't think we're going to see that. So, and you know, we got we got a Pittsburgh's not as bad as Philadelphia, we all know that, but we have a major crime problem in the state. And Shapiro has been AG for how long four years, eight years, I don't even know. He's done nothing. Look at look at Philadelphia, they don't, yeah. they don't, want, to, they don't want to prosecute criminals anymore. You, you keep it up, and you'll have New York City and you'll have California here, not not where we live, not 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 in the, our county because you know, we'll never let that happen here, but in the cities, just get ready. Yeah, well, so. before we move on, I, I, I have to, I have to read this. Uh, this is another headline I just saw on Yahoo from yesterday. <clears throat> the next U.S. COVID wave is coming. Why, it'll be much, why it will be much weirder than before. How could it be any weirder? This, this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is not made up. This is not made up. Um, Remember the Ninja variant? They were like, the article, you don't even know you have. It's so sneaky. You don't yes, know you have. It was a real article. It was a real yeah. article. <laughs> it's been in recent weeks. COVID trackers have suddenly been subjected to a dizzying barrage of BA.4.6s and BF.7s and BA.2.75.2s and BQ.1.1s. There's even an ominous new sublineage called XBB. That's, that's, that's real. 
Okay. Again, real quick, real quick, because I, I, I said this last episode and I think the audio cut out. It's like it's like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. How do they know who has what variant? So they're 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 testing people. How do they know what variant you have? Because you have to send this these things to I, I believe they were doing it at the, the place in, in Georgia. But you can only do so many time and it's very expensive. So th- this is lies. There's no way they know who has what variant. So again, this is all we this is three years going on for COVID and we don't know any we don't have answers to any of these stuff. Is it just another PCR test to see what variant it is? Because those have proven to be bullshit. XBB and BQ.1.1 are two of the most important variants to watch right now. How, how do they how do they know what variants what? Okay. When you get tested, you never you never know what variant you have. They never say you have Omicron, yeah. you have this. It doesn't make any sense enough with the COVID. We gotta. I don't want to talk to him. But let's just play one quick Mastriano video. I, I, I'm halfway through it already. But go ahead. It's also a trap. So how we do it is electing, you know, a law and order governor. I, you know, I know the Senate race is important. The, the Senate race, you know, maybe can't do anything for crime and law and order. The governor, I can do that on day one. How I'm going to do this, you know, physically, of course, is number one, I'm going to change the culture because my opponent is part of the beef on the police cabal. He's part of the Antifa BLM garbage. He supports them. He backs them. Uh, so on day one, I'll have the bags of my law enforcement. Uh, on, additionally, I'll be working with the House and Senate to expand a number of officers on the ground and make sure they have the resources necessary. Additionally, I'll be seeking authorization from the General Assembly to surge special prosecutors to Philadelphia. So if you do the crime, you're going to do the time. And we want to make the streets safe again. We're going to do it. Okay, that's who you're voting for. Or that's who you're getting if you vote for, for Doug Mastriano. Law and order. And, and he's actually going to, if you do the crime, you do the time. So... Here. We always focus on this next guy coming up because it's just it's too easy. So um, it, it, it is too easy. It, it's a shame that, you know, you're going to have Philadelphia <clears throat> roll with Doug or with um, with Shapiro, Josh Shapiro and probably record numbers. And, and why do I say that? Because Philadelphia is an absolute disaster. It's a disaster. I would not want to live there. I wouldn't want to go anywhere close to Philadelphia right now. Um, you know, we saw that Wawa um, flash dance burglary go on uh, the other day. There's been over 700 shootings in Philly since Memorial Day. Carjackings. Is this what you want? Is this, is this the United States of America you want? And you're going to get a chance to change all of this uh, in November uh, when you go to, the, uh, go to the polls. Hopefully you go to the polls and, and cast your vote. Um, all right. We have more. It's just like you said, not like we want to talk about them every episode, but we just can't help it. And we have to we have to call this out. Uh, Frankenstein, the neck hurt around the world. Go ahead. Okay, so Fetterman can't speak or understand you, but so what? Shut up. Um, This is from The New York Times. And I can't I'm not paying for The New York Times. It's in it's 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 under the cover of an opinion article. It states it very clear. But the title is why that Josh Fetterman interview such caused such a furor and it goes on to defend him the entire time and says that basically he just has aphasia and lots of people have aphasia and like what about people's in like well are they saying like tammy duckworth can't uh can't be in the senate like she's in a wheelchair she can still speak or talk she's not connected up to a machine a half robot but here's the issue we don't know if he has aphasia we don't know if he, what he has because he won't release his medical records but like I, if he does have aphasia he has to bow out of the race today, this this morning. He should have already done it. We'll, we'll check Twitter. I doubt he did. But we go back. We rewind here. Back to 
March 30th, not that long ago. We'll see how your memory is. Any famous people that, that had a stroke or had aphasia that had to stop their career. Do you remember Bruce Willis had to step away from his decade-long movie career after being diagnosed with aphasia? And the New York Times covered that and said it was the right move. It makes it possible to express or comprehend language. I could go on and on. Again, anyone who is defending Fetterman or saying that he's fit or fine or okay is a shill. Probably a paid one, too, because they can't know if he's okay. He hasn't released any medical records. Um, no, so what is he going to do in the Senate? What is he going to do in the Senate, Joe? I, I, I don't know. When, when he can't, there's ongoing debates on the floor. Can't He can't process what's being spoken on the floor. Am I, am I wrong? No, he has that. You have to watch the interview. Tucker did a great segment on it yesterday. You have to watch. Um, he's he's going to need. Now you have, you said Stephen Hawking. I mean, he's going to need to have a Stephen Hawking type of device that's going to translate what's he what's being said because he's obviously not able to process what's being said. He needs the closed captioning. Picture like an out of shape Robocop that just doesn't do anything for crime. We're this. We're not making this up. You got to watch the video. You got to, and, and that journalist got killed for that. What was her name? Burnt. Last name was Burns or something. I can't even remember. She's getting drug for actually doing that, doing hard hitting journalism and actually saying, hey, they had a hook. Um, I mean, for him, they had to hook him up to this machine to speak and to understand. This is, this is the guy running for Senate. If our country isn't in the best shape right now, this is the standard. A guy that has to be hooked up to a machine. We're not talking about like dialysis. Not be able to speak and talk and understand. Again, he couldn't work at McDonald's drive-thru. He couldn't do it. He couldn't. But yeah, man, he's cool. He's rad, man. He wears, he wears hoodies. hoodies. He, he, dressed like, he dressed like a heroin addict in the, in the wintertime. He wears hoodies Demo- and shorts. The Democrats think he's cool. He's one of them. He's, a, he's yeah. an everyday man. Because he, he rocks hoodies and cargo shorts. Oh, it was he, an innocent black player. jogger? Yeah. Give me the shotgun. Um, I just, if he wins, I I, I will be physically sick. It's a win-win for me because if he wins this, I don't want him to win honestly. I I don't want him to win honestly, but if he wins, we have material forever. If Oz wins, then I actually, I I, I get to look very good myself and I get the whole Republicans feet to the fire because I think he's going to be awful too. Yeah. But at least he has a pulse. Oh my, oh my. All right. So hold on. Let's, 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 let's pause here for a second. If you had to pick. Masteriana or Oz, if you could take one of the two, who would you pick to win? If you could only just have one. I got to go Mastriano, honestly. And it sounds crazy, doesn't it? But Kind of. That sounds completely they, – they should both win, but – Yeah. Here, here's here, – if you would if, – what's the better election to fix if you could only fix one? Maybe the Senate because – who really cares? Unless there's a lot of crimes in PA they're worried about getting uncovered, but that's on Tom Wolf. I mean, they'll they'll sacrifice yeah. him to the. Um. All right. So I just looked up some new polling from Trafalgar Group, and when, while we're talking about this, this is pretty timely. This is as of yesterday, and this is not good. Um, not good at all, Joe. Uh, if the election for U.S. Senate were held today, for whom would you vote? 47.2% say John Fetterman, 
44.8% say Mehmed Oz and with 4% undecided. So if all the undecideds go to Oz, that means he's up by, uh, what, 1.6%. That's if all the undecideds break for Oz. He has a lot of catching up to do in the next three weeks, it looks like here. Um, this is from Trafalgar. Again, the only polling we're going to quote uh, here. Is the polling skewed toward the Democrats? I don't know if it's Trafalgar. Um, possibly. But these are the, we've been saying it. We're not going to back down now. This is who we've been quoting the entire time we've had this podcast. We look at governor. Uh, the election for governor held today. For whom would you vote? Joe? 52.8% say Josh Shapiro, 43.5% say Doug Mastriano with 2% undecided. The gap will close, mark my words. Not by 9.3%. That's big. That's a large, large gap to make up in three weeks. Unless this is completely off and completely wrong, I just don't see how Mastriano wins. My, my, my take on this. Uh, uh, in 2016, no one, aside from I think me, saw... I, I predicted in 2016, I said Trump will definitely win Ohio 100%. And I, I say he, he is probably a favorite to win Pennsylvania. Everyone laughed at me in 2016 because I know I was in Ohio working. I saw the union guys with the Trump stickers on the lunchbox, which you'd never see. I'm, and that's Doug Mastriano is an America first candidate. And they are painting him as a bad guy because he said, hey, there might be some problems with the 2020 election, guys. We should look into that. And yeah. they destroyed him over it. Josh yeah. Shapiro has had this has been in government for how long he's had how many look what look at his record it's time for a change that's all i'm gonna say i mean it's you you know who i endorse who i support all right last poll here um from trafalgar how would rising gas prices impact your vote in the upcoming 2022 midterm elections 54.4 percent joe more likely to vote republican 32.8 percent more likely to vote democrat 12.7% 12.7% say not sure. So how do these poll numbers not add up, Joe? How are all these Republicans down in all of these polls when you when we get a, a number like that? You know, it just doesn't make sense. Who said not sure? Up. Like, if things got more expensive, would you be mad? Not sure. Not sure. Inflation. I'd like to see how they ask the question. Just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. All right, these numbers aren't matching up, but um, we're going to find out soon enough. None of them have since since election night on 2020. Yeah. We're not going to get that. Oh, God. But we have um, Brandon, President Brandon, coming to Pennsylvania next week. Uh, he's going to be at a uh, event out in Philly for uh, for Frankenstein. So, Joe, you have some things on. By the way, is it, is it just me or does Biden look like he got, like, cheek filler injections? Maybe it's just a different person. Who knows? <laughs> I don't even know. Not ruling that out either. Uh, <laughs> malfunctioning host from this. Uh, this one seems what? dumber. Like it would be the real Biden, though. So I don't know. Yeah, so dumb. But go ahead. I mean, he's he's coming to PA. What what are we going to say? What's it going to look like? These these two are they're so lost. But it's time for one of them to speak. It's it, what's it going to be like? It's going to be like Night at the Roxbury. I mean, who him? Him, me, him, you, him, me, him. Their wives are going to be fun to watch during this, too. But uh, what are you going to say? What are they going to do? Are they going to debate each other? Are they going to get confused who's who and end up debating each other? With with both of them there wandering around, it's going to be like fucking bumper cars. 
We got a mark in the sound of to kill the music here. We don't even know if we're licensed to play this. Wait, how about how about how about the comments underneath this tweet? Which the debate. It would break TV ratings records. Which I would pay money okay. just to watch these two try and have a conversation. Elizabeth Elizabeth Landers is is where it's coming from. She she broke that Biden was traveling there. Yeah, they should debate. It would be <laughs> someone said someone said we are all going to need more than some closed captioning for that interaction. Uh... <laughs> that was another thing too. Everyone was defending closed captioning. Like they, they have a video of John Fetterman needing a computer screen to speak and talk. And the, the articles are defending closed captioning, saying how every American loves closed captioning, more than 50%. I hate closed captioning. Who likes more... it on the TV screen? It, it ruins everything. And, unless, it's a, unless it's a movie in a different language, Squid Game was, was – that was only because Squid Game was really good, honestly. I couldn't, couldn't stand the closed captioning. Squid Game was awesome. And season two is coming out soon. But, yeah, 50% of people – in America, supposedly use closed captioning. Are you kidding me? Everyone I know can't stand it. Ugh. That's just oh, another man. lie. Like you're gonna lie right to my face. Don't, don't tell me. Don't write in the article and tell me that over fifty percent Americans enjoy having closed captioning on. False. There's, there's no, no. I, I there's no way. There's, there's, no, there's no way. Right. Uh, okay, uh, moving on here. Uh, we're going to start wrapping up here this episode. But before we do that, uh, we want to thank all of our listeners, right, Joe? We were just talking about Absolutely. this before the episode. Um, the cities and the suburbs. Yeah, shout out to our listener in Norway. Listeners in Norway, Russia, Canada. The Netherlands. Now, now the Netherlands. Who, who's ever listening in the Netherlands, we thank you. Uh, we are coast to coast, from sea to shining sea here in the great United States of America. So thank you to all of our listeners. Continue to share this out with just one of your normie friends and continue to uh, spread the gospel here uh, as we uh, head into the election election night. So, Joe, you have an update on this Canadian teacher with the size triple R uh, breast, the trans teacher, um, the teacher's shop in Canada. Go ahead. Okay, so this is from Annie Noe on Twitter. Uh, at yesterday's school board meeting for, uh, I guess it's a school in Ontario, the menzoid, I guess it's a person, at the menzoid, showed up wearing a costume similar to their trans teacher who wears large, large prosthetic breasts. The district has stood by the teacher, Kayla Lemieux, setting human rights. So I'll just play a clip of the video because you really can't see, but he looks exactly like the teacher. Only maybe the... Can you believe the transphobia here, folks? Can you believe it? I'm trying to deliver a petition. Which one of you is going to take it? Which one of you is going to take it? What's that? Why? Why did you go for I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty freaking funny to go there and mock that. that that's, what you're, that's, that's how you have to fight this. You can't fight this in the street with, with batons and, and weapons. You have to fight with mockery because it's that ridiculous. Like we've said a few episodes ago, this is how you fight it. This is the best way. Laugh people to death. Yep. Call them out. Call them out and continue to call them out. 
in public forums in settings like this. And real quick, I, this happened, I guess, last night. We didn't have time to cover it. it. Maybe we'll cover it later. But I guess there was a school we're meeting somewhere. I don't want to say Michigan, but I'll just say Michigan. And it was a lot of Muslim parents. And they were there to speak out against the curriculum of the, I don't know if it was sexualization or, or it was LB, LGBTQ stuff books being read to like young kids again. And, and they came out and they were booing people that were trying to support these and read these books. And, and they were not having any of it. And parents there, wherever that was, I have to look it up. It just came across my Twitter feed right before we jumped on. So crazy, crazy. Um, all right. What's next? Uh, Elon Musk and Starlink. Um, Starlink. If you don't know what Starlink is, it's Elon Musk, like a subdivision of one of his entities that provides uh, satellite satellite based internet coverage uh, to people in remote areas. And Joe, you have a link here um, from Elon Musk. Um, yes. Well, this from is from. What about him? Go ahead. This is from Jason J. Smart on Twitter. So Elon Musk Starlink says it can no longer afford to give Ukraine. Joe, you cut out. out. You cut uh, out. Uh, I'll read again. So this is from Jason J. Smart. Elon Musk Starlink says it can no longer afford to give Ukraine free service and ask the Pentagon to pay for it. Starlink had been a game changer in the war. This comes days after Ukrainian ambassador, Belankerjig, whatever, told Musk to, quote unquote, fuck off. I mean, good, good, good. But what sucks is, thanks, Elon. Now, now I guess we got to pay for it because the Pentagon is going to use our tax dollars to pay for Starlink. So we get screwed in the end. But it's not Elon's fault. It's 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 the Pentagon and our government. Send whatever, send whatever over there. Keep doing it, guys. We're, we're now great. we see that Elon Musk is being uh, investigated, is he not? This is the crazy. This is the you talk about the fascist. These are the real fascists being investigated for him trying to buy Twitter of all things. It's because the government they the government can't let Elon or anyone know what they've been doing on Twitter. You see what we said about Josh Shapiro? They're in cahoots. The government has a hotline to call Twitter and say, hey, this person, ban them. This is 1984 shit. This is Nazi Germany shit. With, uh, this is Gestapo. And then, then, then you're going to have FBI agents knocking on your house door? He is being investigated. Uh, he's under federal investigation. Uh, Twitter says in a court filing, all right? And he's being investigated over his Twitter deal. So, again, not sure any other details. We will not, we're not going to go into that right now, but just understand that he is being investigated. Merrick Garland in, is a joke, too. Remember that name. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you brought up a good point, I think it was the other day. Was it yesterday? The day before? Um, they were trying to connect... Elon Musk to Putin. Remember that little leak that yes. came out? Okay, yeah. Touch on that real quick because they, they did try to make it like Elon was talking to Putin and, he, Putin and Elon said, no, I talked to him about space and it was 18 months ago. You see how they were trying to set the narrative for making Elon look bad by talking to Putin and then cutting Starlink? You see? This is yep. why we stay ahead of the news of this podcast here. It's why we think logically. It's, it's not that hard to figure out if you just use your brain and think and don't pay attention to the fake news media. They lie. 24-7. Um, we need to start a segment with <laughs> Cat Turd Truth Social feed. Um, because our boy Cat Turd on Truth Social sounds ridiculous, I know. But um, I was telling yesterday like how, how great the Cat Turd <laughs> Truth Social um, feed is. Some of the stuff he puts out there is phenomenal. Yeah. 
And he has his own podcast too. And it was um, it was real quick. It was banned. De- I don't know if you're going to get this. I feel bad if you are. It was banned and deplatformed and demonetized for a while. They took their bank away. But go ahead. Yeah. Who just cut the relationship off with um? Was it Bank of America or J.P. Morgan? Just just it wasn't. It was someone other than Kanye. West. Was it Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> no, they they kept Epstein, but they told Ye West to go pound salt, go somewhere else to do your banking. Oh wow. Go figure. Um. Oh, boy. All right. We'll come back to Cat Turd. Uh, I have something for the Catholic Corner, and this is uh, hits home, uh, very close to home, actually. Um, this is now. Um, our pastor, parish administrator, Father Jean-Luc Zadruga, been a personal friend of our family for over 20 years when he was a seminarian back in uh, St. Francis Cabrini Church back in the late 90s, uh, close friend, uh, even to this day. He's now the pastor uh, at our church after being gone for several years. And, uh, now, Father is a very conservative, uh, traditional pastor. Um, you know, he, he speaks out on controversial topics that align with, with, or you would think that align with the Catholic Church's teachings on things like, um, you know, well, We'll save those for for another day. But just know that he's very conservative, very traditional. And we told you before on this podcast, early on, that the Vatican and the Pope, they are at war with traditional traditionalist Catholics, with conservative Catholics. They want, they meaning the Vatican, uh, the Curia, the Pope, want this all inclusive Catholic Church to resemble the Protestant Church, for reasons why I have no idea. Um, but, uh, what happened was apparently there was a small group of liberal, uh, I hate to say this cause it's true, uh, liberal parishioners. I don't even know if it was a small group, if it was just one, um, but we'll just say a small group of liberal parishioners who kept complaining, um, and bringing complaints to the Bishop, uh, to the Archabbot out in St. Vincent, uh, who was father's, I guess his immediate superior. Uh, because they are Benedictine monks. And to make a long story short, the bishop has decided to remove uh, Father uh, Jean-Luc as pastor of Mary, Queen of Saints Parish, which uh, encompasses St. Francis Cabrini Center, Our Lady of Fatima and Hopewell, St. Titus and Aliquippa, and St. John the Baptist in Manaca. Gone. Removed. Um, Never found out why until we received a letter from the bishop this week, uh, but there is still no official reason given as for his removal. Uh, there was Facebook groups set up, petitions being circulated. Um, parishioners are outraged at this. And they're seeing firsthand now what evil really looks like, especially here in the Catholic Church. There, there are sheep in wolves' clothing, you know, in wolves' clothing. Um, or should I say wolves in sheep clothing um, out there that are trying to devour people within the Catholic Church. And this is going to come to a head here very soon, Joe. With um, you're probably not familiar with this, but the Catholic Church is undergoing a quote-unquote synodal process, which is kind of like some big listening session and, and opinions on, on which way which way the Catholic Church should go here as we move, you know, um, in the years ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the German Church in Germany is driving a lot of this, you know. Um, so you're going to see possibly female deacons and um, and a whole host of other liberal type of initiatives coming down from the Catholic Church. But there, are, there is no room, Joe, make no mistake, there is no room in the Catholic Church for conservative traditional priests. 
Um, they don't want that. It's it's not it's not what they not what they want. And for to you know, for all intents and purposes, our priest has been canceled. That's, right? that's sickening. Canceled. And that's it's and it's it's sickening. It's it's sickening. We had the bishop of Pittsburgh, Bishop Zubik, the other day, tweet out a picture of um you know if it's still on here to be honest with you maybe they deleted that tweet of uh somebody it looks like couldn't tell if it was a male or female with bluish purple hair um it looks like he de he deleted the tweet it must have been too too controversial uh for the diocese but uh this was this was actually uh deleted um which i'm just scrolling through his twitter i was going to read that to you now but now i can't find it so but i do have it somewhere actually and I'm going to read this to you. I'm going to, someone sent this to me uh, in a text. Um, Everyone should experience welcome in our churches, no matter their race, ethnicity, age, sexual orientation, or appearance. God commands us to love and forbids us to judge. Everyone is in need of his mercy, including you and me. Hashtag Catholic, hashtag church welcoming with, uh, with someone who's dressed, I don't even know what you want to call this, with hair, uh, with face paint all over their face. Uh, uh, it's just very, very liberal and very, very strange that the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church doesn't need to adapt to the times. That's not what the Catholic Church is. The Catholic Church has been around for 2,000 years. Love it or hate it. But the Catholic Church doesn't adapt to the times. It's not a secular entity. The times adapt to the Catholic Church. It's not the other way around. Because if we continue to do this and go down this road, then the Catholic Church will be unrecognizable, um, you know, in the next several years. But that's all I have. It's just very disturbing. And when you see something like this sit so close to home, when you see your, your pastor get canceled by the Bishop of Pittsburgh in the Archabbot of the monastery in St. Vincent, you just have to think to yourself, like, wow, you know, we're, we're really doing this. So keep us but, updated on if they ever give a real reason. Well, there was a letter. There was a letter sent out by the bishop. And to be honest with you, uh, there was no reason given. So that's crazy. Yep. Other than he's been reassigned back to St. Vincent, but I want you to, I want everyone listening to keep this in mind and, and realize that, you know, you have to pray, pray up every day um, because the forces of evil are very, very alive and well, not only in this world, but in the Catholic church and in churches everywhere. Um, and, and it's just the overarching theme that we see today, liberalism, progressivism, and all this stuff that, you know, if you if you're if you're a traditional, you're conservative, you speak out on certain things, you will be canceled. And it's a shame that these people have that much power. So about about the evil and the praise three or four years ago, man, I'd have said, uh, you know, OK, whatever. Don't give me that boogeyman in the sky stuff. But you're 100 percent. Absolutely correct. Yeah. 100 percent. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the last thing here on your sheet or do you want to go? Uh, no, we, I didn't have time to do anything. So real quick, we've been very busy trying to cover as much as we can here. But one story we have failed you in covering has been the Danchenko trial. So we're going to get on that in a couple future episodes here. Just give us time. Um, Grano, do you want to do any disclose or what? Yeah, real quick. Okay, real quick. Um, we did see, when was our last episode? Three days ago, I think it was. Yeah, we did it on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. All right, so we have Google. Um, this is actually, oh, I saw this. I was kind of like, what? Uh, Google has approved Trump's Truth Social app for release in its Play Store. Hmm. All right. We actually we actually are on Truth Social. We signed up a couple weeks ago. We should probably 
Follow us on True Social. I think it's just at Thinking Logically. Yeah. All right. Um, just then, Francis Macron. We do not want a world war. Okay. Man, quit well. giving, quit giving weapons and everything to Ukraine as, as well, and try to broker a peace. Maybe someone get off your ass and try to broker a peace for once. Right. Yeah. Let's not. Let's 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 calm down the war posturing here. Um, German government calls on citizens to save energy, so the country can get through winter. Winter is coming. Let's stick together. <laughs> oh yeah, let's stick together now. They, the, the, they, they don't care. They don't care. Listen, it, it, look what they did when they tried to protest the sanctions against Russia because of energy. They shut down the protests and they refused to cover it. They don't care. Just, just if you're listening in Germany, which we don't have, just get ready. We feel bad for you guys. Our hearts go out to you. Yep. Uh, U.S. inflation hits 8.2% in September, hotter than expected. Core CPI surges to 6.6%, the highest since 1982. Why would you lie like that? that there's no way. Inflation is, no. It's going to go up and it's going to go down. U.S. futures drop after inflation data. A big interest rate hike is now expected by the Fed. Uh, we talked about this a couple days ago when we said that Kathy Wood, ARC, the ARC uh, chairman, was calling for the Fed to reverse course because there's going to be a global recession. Now there will be a global recession. It's coming. It's 100% coming. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there's going to be another Fed rate hike. You're going to have mortgage rates into the 8 9% now. You're going to have, for if you want to buy a car or buy anything where you're taking out a loan, Seven eight percent interest rates. Okay, real quick. This will be good. No, good. no. There, the global recession is coming. It's just a matter of when. Now, go well, ahead. real quick, because we got to war game it out. There's there is a chance that they delay raising a rate just right before. I think it's right before midterms, November first. I can't remember when when it's set. The next meeting is, but it's right before they may delay because then if the Republicans win, you could raise it whatever you want, and it looks bad on them. That's just the war game scenario that we that we thought out. So yeah. Uh, this is you're going to like this one. And you were on this from the beginning. Pfizer's COVID drug Paxlovid, which was used to treat Biden, can cause deadly blood clots, study warns. I, I hope you took our advice. And I mean that seriously. Like I said, just fade the media, guys. You can do this on your you can figure this stuff out yourself. Just whatever Biden says, whatever the media says, the mainstream fade them. Do the opposite. Even Fox you- News, because Fox News said, you know, you <clears throat> had to support Ukraine. They're one of the first ones. But go ahead. Yeah. Jury recommends a sentence to life without parole instead of the death penalty on all 17 accounts for Parkland school shooter, shooter Nicholas Cruz. So um, I saw this last night. There was one juror that held out. Uh, 11 out of 12 wanted the death penalty. Uh, and one juror held out. I'm sure it was a liberal left wing loony left lunatic that probably held out on this. Uh, I don't know what is more worthy of the death penalty in life than murdering 17 um, high school students. Someone else needs to go to jail, too, because, like I said, I'm not going to get that the police response, again, was putrid. And that sheriff, putrid. Yeah. The January 6th committee, and you knew this was coming from a mile away, Joe. We saw this coming. And I don't even know. We probably mentioned it at some point on on this podcast. But in the most (laughs) least shocking news of the day. The January 6th committee votes to subpoena Trump ahead of the United States midterm elections. Wow. Did they do this thinking he would, if he says yes, it's going to look, he's going to make them look very, very bad, in my opinion. Now, if he's, it's a good move by them because if he says no, that's something they could spike the football. Look, he won't even come talk, but it's a sham investigation. It's a sham uh, committee. 
There's, there's, Damn. you can't ask any kind of questions. You, you, you can't, there's only one side. It's all theater. It's all kabuki theater. I don't know what to think of this next one, but <clears throat> Turkey adopts a law that allows imprisonment of social network users and journalists for spreading disinformation. Users who disseminate disinformation will face a prison sentence of between one and three years. That sentence can be increased by half for owners' anonymous social media accounts. Well, well is it different? Is it what if it founds out to let it be like true? Like, would I have been thrown in jail and then let out later and then make, I swap cells with Rachel Maddow? Right. How does that work? I don't know. That's, That's a good why point. you can't you can't you can't police free speech. It's just yep. might as well just don't get offended. That's all. Don't listen. Uh, this dude, Lauterbach. I mean, he is from Germany. Uh, honestly, like gives me the chills even looking at him. He's so creepy and so dystopian. German health minister dismayed by calls for more accurate figures on whether people die with or because of COVID. Lauterbach. This is often not really well distinguishable. Uh, it, it should be. It is. The man was ejected from a vehicle. We cannot tell if he died of a respiratory illness in midair before he hit the tree or not. <laughs> um, Sweden, who we just saw elect a, we'll, we'll say, quote unquote, far right government, uh, because that's how the media wants you, wants you to believe. Sweden, uh, to build a new nuclear reactors to secure the energy needs of its citizens, incoming new government parties say. Good on them. Do they clear do they, clear, do they clear this with Greta? Or yeah, Greta. Greta. Are you there, Greta? Is this okay? Um, Ankara, Moscow, to build a natural gas hub in Turkey, according to President uh, Erdogan. <clears throat> All right. Whatever. However you want to get your energy these days, you go right ahead. It's still, they're, they're, it's not going to be done. Like, they're still going to have energy. Like, that doesn't solve anything right now. Climate activists defile Van Gogh's sunflowers at the National Gallery and glued themselves to the wall. And these two girls are wearing T-shirts, white T-shirts that says, just stop oil on all black. Do these people and, not realize that, wait, I, I know I didn't hear you correctly, that it wasn't like animals. It was an oil painting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's a Van Gogh painting. Uh, that's called sunflowers, and they threw, I think, tomato soup on the painting, defiled it, and they glued themselves to the wall. And now they are being filmed by people. And on their T-shirts, it says "Just Stop Oil." Is it because it was an oil painting? I'm confused. No, I don't know. I don't know. No, they're just they're just trying to draw attention to themselves. They are climate activists, Joe. I, I really yeah. hope that it's not because it's an oil painting. <laughs> it, it actually might be. We're it gonna have be. to look into that because I I don't understand what they're uh, what they're protesting. Then it, mm -hmm. they, it says oil on the shirt, but I really don't know. That's that's gonna be really funny. Yeah. If, if it's an oil painting and that's what they thought was. Uh -huh. Oh man. Now we're just reading these live. So, um, and and this one, Joe, I don't know. You tell me what you think on this. Sweden blocks joint investigation with Germany and Denmark into Nord Stream explosions. Sweden says the safety classification of the investigation is too high to share the result with other countries. That means, wait, uh, we, you, you made a good point about, you said Finland might have to do something like this to, to be to part get, of NATO. Yeah, this is, it, it's still weird, but that, so, that, 
there was going to be a joint investigation, it sounds like, with Sweden, Germany, and Denmark into Nord Stream. But they are going to block that investigation because Why? they can't share the results with other countries because it's so sensitive. Hmm. What the hell? Oh, I, I, the, I, uh, so weird. The, yeah. This is why we wargame everything out. I mean, I I didn't think it would be Sweden to be the one mm-hmm. to do it. But maybe they're just I, – I don't know. I don't know. We can only speculate. We're not there. Uh, all right. We're going we're gonna to save this. We're going to come back. We're going to do this one first. Uh, Liz Truss, who is the prime minister of Great Britain, appoints Jeremy Hunt as UK finance minister after sacking Quasi Quartang. Liz Truss has reversed her policy to scrap the planned rise in corporation tax from 19% to 25%. Jeremy Hunt will deliver the government's medium-term fiscal plan on October 31st. So, another country with all kinds of problems. That's like the fourth, and I, I text you, that's like the fourth one in the last four, four, mm-hmm. four or five months, I think. Yeah. All right. And finally, um, oh gosh, this is from Politico. The voting machine hacking threat in the U.S. you probably haven't heard about. Cellular modems that transmit unofficial election night results. Uh, modems, and we can, I'm not reading this, but I'm just going to read you one, the one sentence I can read. Modems help election officials report results quickly, but security experts say they're too dangerous to trust. What? <laughs> the fact that, like, this is just being reported on now and, like, found out, like, now. Like, do you see why, this is our, our listeners, do you see why we talk about the things we do? I'm, you know, we aren't crazy. No, we're we're definitely not crazy. It's every, everyone else is, is just crazy. I think. I I, I don't know. I, I again, and we'll end on this. If if you don't have a free and fair election, or you don't know if you have, nothing else matters. Nothing matters. So. Yeah. Well, that's all we got. That's all I got. Um. Anything? Anything else, Joe? Um. I got nothing else, but uh. I, you guys can give us a follow on, on True Social if you want. We just created the account a couple couple days ago, like a week ago or something. But give us a follow there if you want. Uh, we're going to stay on there because we're afraid we might get banned anywhere else. But yeah. we're going to stay on True Social as of right now. If we pop up anywhere else, we'll let you guys know. Um, again, thank you for all our listeners. We appreciate it. Share it with a friend. Um, the more exposure, the better for everyone because we are trying to give you guys the best information you can because it's clear that you cannot trust the news anymore. So. All right. uh, That's all we got. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe and we'll see you guys next week.